Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The pregnant body goes through countless changes. Hormone changes, energy levels fluctuate, and aches and pains come and go. This can affect several areas of a woman's life and activities, including sex. With your body changing, how can you make sex more comfortable in pregnancy? We'll find out how today. This is Perky Pals. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? <laughs> Gotta make these pants fit. I've got kinkles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Stephanie Glover. Thanks to all of our loyal listeners who have joined the Preggy Pals Club. Our members get special episodes, bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. See our website for more information. Another way you can stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals app, available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. You can also download our network app so you can access all of your favorite new mommy media shows on the go. Here's Sunny with more information about how you can get involved with the show. Okay, so we are doing something different here with Preggy Pals, and it's it's a new thing that we're launching. We're real excited about it. Um, but we usually record uh, here in San Diego, and we usually all meet in a studio and gather around uh, like a table kind of thing and, and chat. Um, so we are changing up our format a little bit so that we are all going to be recording remotely, if you will, from our own computers and our own location. So what does this mean for you guys? This means that for everyone who lives listens to the show that's not here in San Diego. This is your opportunity to get involved. And as long as you have a computer and uh, a webcam, the ability, you know, pretty good internet access, you can be part of our shows. Woo-hoo. And so, yeah, so you don't have to be in San Diego anymore. So this is really exciting. There's more information on our website. So if you go to newmommymedia.com, um, there's a big banner on the homepage. Just click the banner that talks about uh, becoming a, a parent panelist on the show. And then uh, there's a quick little online uh, form that you you can fill out just gives us some more information about you so we can reach out to you when we have topics that um you know are apropos to your experience um also we have a facebook group um, where we post all of our tapings and our recording times and all that good stuff so wanted to throw that out there if you've been wanting to get involved with preggy pals and you're like eh, not in san diego guess what you don't need to be in san diego (laughs) anymore so um that is a huge way you can get involved in our show Awesome. Thanks, Sunny. Yeah, sure. We're excited about the new format for sure. So today we have uh, Sunny and myself as the parent panelists. So you're going to learn more about our sex life, I guess, probably <laughs> than you ever wanted to, right? <laughs> we, we had, this may have to be the explicit, what is it, explicit on iTunes? I think I have to mark this as uh, one of those those higher ratings. We'll see know. where the conversation yeah. goes, yeah, I we'll guess. See. We'll see. <laughs> but we'll introduce ourselves quickly. So again, I'm Stephanie Glover. I'm 33. I am the host of Preggy Pals and also a trained childbirth educator. Um, no due date, but I have two little girls, ages four and two, Gretchen was my 
C-section baby, and Lydia was my VBAC. All right, and I'm Sunny. I'm producing today's show, and I have four kids, which means I have had sex before. (laughs) (laughs) And I have had sex during pregnancy, so uh, I guess I'm qualified to talk about this. Um, My oldest is five, and uh, I have a three-year-old, and then I have twins that are two. So uh, before we dive into our topic today, we have a segment called Pregnancy Oops, where you guys share your funny uh, pregnancy stories, things that have happened during pregnancy that, uh, I don't know, just kind of funny and you just kind of want to embarrass yourself and tell our whole (laughs) audience about it. So um, this one comes from Becca and Becca writes to us and she says, when I was pregnant, I always had really vivid dreams. One night when I was about five months pregnant with my fourth child, I was dreaming about bugs and spiders for some reason. Oh, that's so gross. I'm just getting creepy like like you just have to like scratch or like right now okay so when I woke up uh, before I could fully focus I looked at the ceiling and I swore there was a spider the size of my hand on the ceiling (laughs) I leaped out of bed across my husband and almost landed on my four-year-old who was sleeping on the floor I can totally relate to that because my kids are like sleep wherever (laughs) they want Uh, my husband woke up and was like what the heck was that and I was so scared I turned on all the lights I searched the whole room for that invisible spider but I never found it oh so, yeah, oh you know, it's so she was still funny. partially in the dream state. She was. Yeah. She was and I, I'm thinking, what could that have been? It could have been a shadow or right. maybe like some sort of, uh, I don't know, what else would be on the ceiling? Uh, <laughs> or like a reflection. Like alarm. Or, yeah. yeah. Something. I don't I don't know. But it, And then you get it in your head and then you become obsessed about it. And I don't know. I, I feel like when I was pregnant, I was even more obsessed about that kind of stuff because you're trying to keep yourself as like safe as possible. Right. And let me tell you, a spider the size of your hand is not safe. <laughs> it's just not safe. So I get you, Becca. I feel you. Thanks so much for sending this pregnancy oops. And if you guys have a pregnancy oops that you want us to chat about on the show we would love to hear it you can send us an email through our website at newmommymedia.com you can also straight through the website you can send us a voicemail and uh it, it's really great because you you can just use the microphone on your computer never have to pick up a phone again all that information is on our website Today on Preggy Pals, we're learning about how to make sex more comfortable while you're pregnant. Joining us today is Zoe Etkin, Kappa Certified Labor and Postpartum Doula and Women's Sexual Wellness Practitioner. Welcome to Preggy Pals, Zoe. Thanks so much. I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. So I want to first, I guess, start by sort of taking note that, you know, some women have an increased sex drive while pregnant and others have a kind of a depleted sex drive. So when sex is furthest from your mind, the very thought of it can just seem uncomfortable. What are some ways to get in the mood while you're pregnant? Well, first, I would say, you know, don't force it. If you're not feeling it that day, I think it's important to honor yourself in that way. But if it's going to be sort of an ongoing issue with you and your partner, I think finding someone to talk about it with is a good idea. There are sex coaches and therapists that are great. Um, But I think also a lot of women need mental prep before they have sex. Um, You know, you really need to feel sexy before you can sort of get in the mood. So I think, you know, Doing sexting with your partner maybe throughout the day could be a good one. Reading some sexy stories or watching a sexy movie. And I'm a big advocate of masturbating. I think that's a really great way to get yourself in the mood before your partner's home from work and you're kind of already on that sexy mindset. 
Now, out of curiosity, Sunny, here we go, right? <laughs> here we go. The floodgates are the floodgates opening right open. now. And I'm worried because you were, were just talking about <laughs> masturbating. Does, is this a masturbation <laughs> question? Okay. No, no. Okay, not. okay. But no, it was more of a sex drive question. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So this is more PG-13. Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. Um, but how how were you? Because you've had three pregnancies. Yeah. Was your sex drive pretty consistent throughout? And did you have a high or lower? Or did it kind of stay the same as pre-pregnancy? Um... I think it was pretty much the same throughout. Um, I've always been okay. Here we go. <laughs> I've always been a pretty sexual person. Okay. I just I and it's not just sex. I just I like the, just the um, I don't know the emotional for the women. Intimacy. Obviously, the intimacy. Right. It's just it's just so different for women. And I love to feel close mm-hmm. to my husband. Um, and I think for pregnant women too, you can. There's so many things working against that, right? Because your body's changing and all the hormones, you know, and everything that's racing through you. Everything's kind of working against, at least for me, it was kind of working against getting to um, be intimate with my husband. Um, but I think it was pretty much the same okay. across all the, um, the, the bigger I got with the twins, that may have been more of a factor <laughs> later on, um, right. uh, just yeah. because of semantics. Right. <laughs> Which we'll go into in a bit. Right. right. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I, I did not, my, my sex drive just sort of disappeared with my first. And I remember mm. with my second, Hoping that I would be like the horny pregnant woman the second right. time around, but like that <laughs> second trimester, they call that the right, honeymoon like energy. Period. I mean, yeah. everything is just better in the middle of pregnancy, right? Right, right. it's true. <laughs> the nausea yeah. goes away, you get your energy back. But no, it was the same with my second too. So I, I just, mm. you know, bless my husband's heart, but I <laughs> just like thanks, but uh, thanks. <laughs> like, I'm actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it would really. I mean, after you already have a baby, there's so many other right, factors. And, you know what I mean? And you're, yeah. and if you're nursing or you're tired or you're whatever. Or you're just like, trying to keep sex away from your kid. Like you're right. limited in the times that you can have sex right. and be intimate. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. So what, so Zoe, now I know there are some, so let's get into it. What are some, what would you say some of the perks of pregnant sex are? <laughs> well, I think physically the big one is going to be the increased blood flow mm-hmm. um, that, uh, you know, the increased blood flow to the uterus and the pelvis in general for the baby actually really heightens the sensations in uh, the vulva and vagina. So that can make everything really sensitive and all the hormones also make it super juicy. So um, (laughs) orgasms really become super, super awesome for pregnant moms, way more intense than normal. Um, And not only do they feel extra good, but apparently that uh, oxytocin is really good for your baby too. So it's good for them too. You're just sharing that love hormone everywhere, right? It is, really. Yeah, it's like good for the whole family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And also uh, what's pretty interesting is that uh, semen has prostaglandins in it. And so prostaglandins are a hormone that actually ripen the cervix. So all of these orgasms and sex can really help get you sort of ready for labor, which is pretty cool. Um, and then also, I think it just helps to increase intimacy between you and your partner when, you know, you're sort of navigating these challenges of becoming new parents or adding more children to your family. So I think it can really kind of ground you as a couple and bring you back to, you know, why you're really together is this this connection between the both of you. And I know for some women, too, who are maybe putting a lot of effort into trying to get pregnant, sex becomes mm-hmm. sort of um, 
a job. It's true. So probably once yeah. you're pregnant, I would imagine some of that pressure just goes away too, and maybe you can start enjoying it a, a little bit sure. more. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I, we were. My husband and I were one of those couples, at least with our first, because um, we struggled with some infertility, and I was on Clomid and stuff. Right. And you know, with your first, and if you're struggling, you really don't know if you can have kids. Right. You know, if you've never been pregnant yeah. before, you you just don't know. And so um, yeah. I remember after conceiving a sorry, yeah after conceiving a lot of that doubt and everything went away and you know not that I need to get pregnant because I was already pregnant but you know right. at least well, just mentally yeah, yeah mentally it was off. easier and then if you've had a whoops pregnancy well you're already pregnant so you don't have to be afraid <laughs> of getting pregnant no more birth control <laughs> for yeah, you that's what I'm saying like you don't have to worry about <laughs> well condoms, yeah, the damage is done let's go for <laughs> right. it yeah so um so Zoe earlier on you mentioned when we're talking about getting in the mood and it's it's about you know yeah. also sort of feeling beautiful and embracing your new body um with all these physical changes and you're you're growing or maybe your skin's changing and your boobs are changing and you know so what are some ways that a woman can kind of help herself feel sexy with her changing body Yeah I mean I think you know this kind of comes from my my background but I think first we have to recognize that there's a really big cultural component of why some American women don't feel sexy when they're pregnant. And I think that the culture really, you know, tells us that sexuality and motherhood are not mutually exclusive. It can't, you know, you can't be both roles unless it's sort of from a male gaze of like MILFs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we really have to tell ourselves that it's okay to be a sexualized person and a mother at the same time. And I think that extends into the postpartum for sure. So I think it's a mindset change first, but it's also really fun to sort of mix up your routine. You know, we kind of get into these sexual routines with our partners. And I think it's good to mix it up by maybe spending some time getting ready before your husband gets home from work for, you know, maybe you're planning a date, let's say. And you spend that time during the day getting your nails done, getting your hair done, really gushing up, and then have your husband pick you up downstairs. Like, don't have him come inside and do the whole like normal getting home from work thing like really make it like it's a date like you used to have when you didn't live together and I think that can sort of amp up the excitement and also just make you feel like it's a real date and this hot guy is coming to get you and I think that can really be a nice way Um, and then adding some flirty texts during work and just sort of building that excitement for the evening I think can really help. I love that tip. And I actually, I think it's really interesting what you said about the social, maybe expectations of motherhood and sexuality, because I distinctly remember with each pregnancy, when I was showing, you know, at the point of just Mm -hmm. the really round belly and the waddle and all of that, (laughs) feeling like I'm never going to feel sexy again, knowing that my body Mm. was going to get smaller again, but that I was going to be a mom. And I remember it being, and I didn't even know how to recognize those feelings. I didn't, no one ever told me that or, you know, but I remember even my second pregnancy, I mean, clearly I got pregnant again. We had some sex after (laughs) I lost weight, like whatever, right? But again, that those same thoughts came back in my mind about being fearful that like, well, I'm never going to feel sexy now after this one. And I just, I hadn't really thought about that until you said that Mm. there were some societal Yeah, I really see that for a lot of people. And and I think that, you know, for whatever reason, our culture kind of puts pregnancy in this like asexual, fuzzy bubble. And, you know, it is wonderful to become a mother and it is a very fuzzy feeling, but it's also essentially sexual. I mean, being pregnant is is the result of sex. So (laughs) we kind of forget that. It's very ironic, isn't it? (laughs) The whole thing is very ironic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. 
And I think part of being comfortable, too, is knowing what to expect so that you're not surprised. I think, you know, comfort and relaxation yeah. go hand in hand. So what might be some specific uh, pregnancy-related nuances to sex that a woman maybe should prepare herself for, like either during sex or right after sex? Yeah, uh, I think it's important to remember that with all of that extra blood flow and hormones, vaginal lubrication might be significantly increased. Like, okay. You might be surprised yeah. by that, uh, by how uh, lubricated you become. <laughs> um, sex drive, like we said earlier, is usually highest around the second trimester because everything just sort of feels better. You're not, <laughs> you know, you're not nauseous anymore, hopefully, and you're not so big uh, toward the end, you know, where things are still manageable. So you can kind of still still uh, navigate certain positions. You're, you're not looking over at um, your, your partner saying, you did this to me. <laughs> You're it's right. like a third trimester <laughs> for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even before you give birth, your breast could leak. So that's a, that's a possibility. Your center of gravity is different. So you might be sort of off balance for some positions that you, you might have liked before. Orgasms can be su- super powerful at this time and, and sometimes cause some cramping. So that's, that's something to be aware of. Um, but those are, those are sort of the main ones. Sunny, did you ever experience any um, sort of any sexual side effects when you were pregnant? Uh, well, when we were talking briefly about leaky breasts, I had again. You guys can be like, I don't want to know all this about Sunny. Uh, I can't even remember what side it was, either my right or my left. But it like routine with like every single one of my pregnancies. Like at about thirty two weeks, it starts to lactate. Hmm. Just one side <laughs> because you know I'm lopsided oh. like. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, but that was kind of, I'm not a big fan of leaky boobs. You know, that's not something that makes me feel sexy. So, but, uh, you know, that, that was, that was one thing, you would know, you in our just little wear, list Would here. you just like wear like a breast pad then and keep a bra on or would you just yeah, kind of yeah, usually, let it go? <laughs> well, it depends on the day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was going out in public, yeah, I probably would wear a pad of sorts. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember too, um, Sometimes after sex, you might have a little bit of bleeding, but it's like an older blood, you know, just like kind of like Mm -hmm. brownish Mm -hmm. and and how that can be normal. But of course, if there's any red bleeding, then you should address that with the provider. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And and it's it's generally safe to be having sex in pregnancy as long as there's not just already a risk for preterm labor. Right. Um, Because since you are stimulating the hormones, you know, that's something to consider. But generally speaking, these are all normal sort of side effects that, that could happen um, from a healthy couple having sex. Yes. And and typically, too, when you're at risk, then your care provider will be telling you sure. no sex. Yeah, yeah, I've had some friends who sure. are kind of like, yeah, sorry, like, yeah. you can't have yeah. any. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. You'll know. <laughs> Great. Well, when we come <laughs> back, we'll go over um, recommended sexual positions for maximized comfort in pregnancy. We'll be right back. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Thank you. 
Welcome back. Today we're talking to Zoe Etkin, women's sexual wellness practitioner, about making sex comfortable during pregnancy. So let's jump right in now and talk about sexual positions. <laughs> now we're over the, the radio, so there is no demo. <laughs> Although I have to say, you guys, and, and I did not plan this, but I'm, I'm starting to eat a banana right now. <laughs> All I'm, this talk. I'm peeling a banana and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I should have brought less sexual snacks today. today. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So with a growing belly, um, you know, it can kind of get in the way as we get bigger and bigger. Um, What sexual positions do you recommend to sort of keep the belly out of the way? Yeah, I mean, I think the most obvious is going to be any rear entry position. (laughs) Traditional doggy style is great. Uh, Spooning is also great if you're not feeling like you want to put that pressure on your arms. Um, standing and leaning over something like the back of a couch or a table or the counter, the kitchen counter, those can all be good. Um, those are for first-time parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's if you don't have I'm kids children. already. <laughs> that's if you don't already have kids. Or your kids are Or they're locked asleep. in their room. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nap time. Yeah. Um, and another one uh, would be to have your guy sit on a chair uh, and you can sit on his lap facing away. And that's kind of a nice one, too. And so you mentioned um, laying down in like the spooning position. And I think that was a good mm-hmm. tip, too, because, well, I mean, I assume that missionary would just be super awkward. But also you're not supposed to lay on your back right after like yeah, 16 it's, weeks. Yeah, it's not recommended at the at the end of pregnancy. Right. So are there any other – so other than like – the spooning position are there any other that could kind of incorporating like laying down because you know we're tired when we're pregnant maybe we don't want to be like reverse cowgirling it up (laughs) or we could squish our husbands underneath us if we get on top yeah (laughs) like i'm just gonna lay here all right (laughs) right but are there any other laying down you know kind of take the bag seat and let let them do do the work um but yeah since it's not recommended to lay on your back other positions where you actually face each other because sometimes you don't want to not see your partner all the time um, would be to sit on the edge of the bed actually and use a bunch of pillows to prop yourself up a bit and then have your guy stand. Um, And that's one way you can face each other, but you still have enough of a a sort of being propped up that it's, it's not going to be uncomfortable. And then spooning face-to-face when the belly is a little bit smaller is probably still going to be possible for some people, depending on flexibility and, and whatnot. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. then when we're talking about, you know, center of gravity changing. And so clearly when you're standing, I would assume you need to be having something you can hold on to. <laughs> we don't yeah. need any face plans. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, you know, standing up and facing the wall with your hands on the wall, sort of like in the, I'm getting frisked. Right. <laughs> um, way you one. are. But, you know, I, I wouldn't do that in the shower, though, um, you know, because that's a good place to usually for standing positions. But I think while you're pregnant, since it's slippery in the shower, I would be really careful about that. Or if it's hot, you know, and yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah. yeah. When I was researching for this episode, what did they call that one? Like the first one, I, I saw one website call it like the police or like the the arresting oh. position or like the police position. I was like, what is? That? Oh my goodness! 
That's not a sexy term for it. I don't, yeah, <laughs> don't want to get arrested. That's well, I know where your hands go, but I don't really understand the rest of it. I, I'm trying to visualize this. It's just like, just spread them kind of thing. Yeah, and, kind of at an yeah, angle, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. of, yeah. We, we so it kind of has to be a little bit below you to kind of do Below that. and behind. And- <laughs> yeah, depending on, on the height of both of you, you know, the guy will probably have to bend his knees a bit um but it's kind of a it can be a sexy one because he can put his hands on your wrists and kind of hold you to the wall so that's a huh. can be exciting <laughs> you should see the hand motions that we're doing it was like below but behind right. and then you lift up. sort of a shame we're not videotaping this conversation because we're like right? a little spastic with our moves it's right true now. it's true um Okay, so Sunny, were there any go-to positions for you that you found comfortable? So I, ha- I have to be honest with this. Even though I'm a very sexual person, my husband fell in the category of I don't want to hurt the baby. Right. So we mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of sex, even though I felt like at times my sex drive really peaked and whatever. Um, he was just really, really nervous about that, you know? And and for me, I can't really enjoy sex if my husband isn't enjoying right. it. Like, that's just not yeah. fun for me. I don't, I don't know. More of an emotional emotional thing for yeah. me. Um, and so I can't really say we have tons and tons of experience with um, different positions and stuff. Yeah. Um, if we did do it, it was usually earlier on. And then once I think he could see the bump, then it was <laughs> then he started to freak out a little bit. Yeah. So I would mm-hmm. say sex really didn't change that much for us because, you know, it was it was a small bump and, you know, you could still kind of get away with whatever you normally did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to remember really but I think I think that we probably did stand and I think we did do it in the shower and it really annoyed me I just remember being uncomfortable <laughs> but it was it was because probably that was not the you know it was like slippery and like yeah. I didn't you know dangerous. Yeah. yeah so I think that that's a good point to sort of if you're going to be in that position just do it outside of a slippery environment but um, <laughs> yeah. okay and I'm sort of speaking of slippery I'm I have to just comment on this because I remember when you're talking about the extra lubrication um <laughs> my <laughs> my cousin it was it was funny I was like newly pregnant and we were talking about you know just some side effects and and she's like I I have one word to describe pregnancy what? Like, okay and she's like moist, moist. and there's you know that, word, that and a lot of people don't like that word. word you know and she's like it's just moist <laughs> Oh, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, uh, mildew. Moist. <laughs> when you say something's moist, or unless you're talking about cake. <laughs> and we aren't even drinking. We're not. We, we, we joke that we should be drinking while doing this episode, but maybe this banana is turning me on. <laughs> um, okay, so... In early pregnancy in particular, you know, some women find sort of know or suspect that they're pregnant because of changes in breasts, such as tenderness and engorgement and whatnot. So I know that that can be a, a tender area for women throughout pregnancy, especially in the beginning. So, Zoe, do you have any tips on sort of how to help the breast discomfort during pregnancy? I mean, during pre- pregnant sex? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think just, a, you know, even though maybe you can be in missionary position, I think avoiding it um, in the first trimester when they're really sore can be helpful. Or, you know, just not doing sort of the traditional missionary with the guy putting all of his weight on top of you. So what you can do instead, if you still want to be sort of in that position, is to have the guy actually on uh, his knees with your legs up, either in his hands or on his shoulders or your feet on his chest. And that can actually keep him... Uh, you can sort of control 
uh, <laughs> him a little bit and not let him smush you. Um, and also just letting your partner know. And I think, you know, uh, telling them what is and what isn't comfortable because communication is really key in all of this. So I think, you know, just having that conversation is important. Probably particularly if you know that your partner is kind of a boob man, then That's talking yeah. about it before yeah. you engage. Because probably like the worst thing to do is like bat someone away during or, you yeah. know, kind of in the yeah. moment. But yeah. so I would see talking about that probably. Well, because they're going to take it personally. I mean, and we right. would too if he did that. Right. You know? yeah. But if you're yeah. just sort of like, I'm totally into this. But as we move forward, just stay away from this area. <laughs> <laughs> These are the yeah. off limits like, area. Go for the butt instead. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So do you have any other um, like additional comfort tips that maybe we haven't touched on for pregnant sex that we're maybe missing? Yeah, you know, um, uh, a liberator pillow can actually be really helpful all the time um, for sex, but I think it's particularly helpful in pregnancy. And you can use any type of pillows that you have just sort of stacking things so that you're comfortable. But the liberator is actually made um, from a sex toy company. Um so that it describe this pillow shape. Yeah, yeah we, tell us more. Yeah. About, we don't know about this. Pray liberator. tell, pray yeah. tell. <laughs> so the liberator comes in a couple of different shapes, but the most uh, common one, I think, sort of their main one, is a wedge shape, and you can use it to um, kind of prop up your pelvis for different positions, or you can lean over it. But it can just help give support because. Um, you know, especially if we're talking about doing a lot of doggy style in pregnancy, that can make your arms so tired, right? Um, and you don't want to end up with your face and just like shoved into a pillow. So if you have <laughs> baby needs oxygen under you, <laughs> it can be a little bit more comfortable. Interesting. Um, and then also, yeah, and then also I was thinking, you know, we haven't really talked about it, but oral sex and mutual masturbation are, are sex too, you know, and if certain positions are not becoming very comfortable anymore, and all you can do is just sort of be there, right. you know, I think standing um, and having your partner uh, go down on you is totally great. So I highly recommend doing that if things are not happening in, in sort of the penetration department. Well, I think that's a great point, too, for the men who are afraid that they're going to, like, poke the baby. Yeah, that's true. Or, yeah, you know, just definitely. feel strange about entering at a certain point in a pregnancy. Just watch, mm-hmm. watch yeah. the moisture down there. Yeah. There's a lot of moisture already. So <laughs> yes, watch that. True. You want to pat it dry. Um, <laughs> but just sort of on that point of, you know, of poking the baby, it's really not possible. Um, yeah. I know they get so scared, but, you know, the, the cervix is going to be a, a, at least two inches thick uh, before labor begins. So there's there's lots of padding in there. Yes. And it's, it's based to the towards the back. And yeah, I know it's yeah, they're they're not going to yeah. get to it, but no, they think but they I can, and that's cute too. You know, <laughs> they think they can get to it. Yeah. <sighs> all right, well, this wraps up our episode of Preggy Pals for today. Thank you so much, Zoe, for all of your input. You're I know welcome. that this is going to help a ton of couples. Um, <laughs> so, for more information about our show, as well as information about our expert, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for mem- members of the Preggy Pals Club. After the show, we're going to talk about sex as a way to progress labor, which we briefly touched on, and how to make it as comfortable as possible in that process. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we have a segment here on Preggy Pals called Pregnancy Brain Blunders, and it's where you guys share the the funny, I don't know, pregnancy brain moments that you've had um, throughout your pregnancy. We all get to laugh about it. So this is a funny story. It comes from Hannah, and Hannah wrote this, and she says, I was looking through some stuff. I was looking for some stationery when I came across a random piece of paper that read, Thanks for last night. P.S. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This is, this is totally apropos to our conversation today. Um, yeah. And she says, well, naturally, I lost my mind and came running to my husband ready to commit a crime of passion. <laughs> he just starts laughing after I went off on him and reminded me that I had written it and left it at his place when I left one morning before we lived together. I looked at it and it was undeniable my own handwriting. Yes, I almost murdered my husband for cheating on me with me. <laughs> but was he married before? No, 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 no. They were just, you know how you'd say funny stuff oh, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Like they, you know, and they probably were engaged or something like right, that. Right. Like, don't tell your wife. Oh, gotcha. That is funny. <laughs> but like she totally forgot at the time. <laughs> oh my Honestly, God. my husband That's and I so did funny. my husband yeah, and I yeah. did funny stuff like yeah. that before he got married. Totally. And if I would have come across a note like that now, and especially like again, pregnancy brain, you're not thinking clearly right. anyway. And you're emo- extra so emotional. Emotional. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. So Hannah, thanks so much for sending us in. We love to get your pregnancy brain blunder. So if you have one you want to share with us, send us an email through the website and we'll get it on a future show. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Newbies, for postpartum moms during baby's first year, Parent Savers for parents with infants and toddlers, Twin Talks for parents with multiples, and the Boob Group for moms who breastfeed. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com.
Hey, Preggy Pals Club members, thanks for being a part of our club. Here's your bonus content. We are continuing our conversation with women's sexual wellness practitioner, Zoe Etkin. So we touched on this briefly in the beginning of our conversation, but as we mentioned, sex can actually help with labor progress and induction. And as a childbirth educator, mm-hmm. one catchphrase that we'll often say to um, to our parents in classes and whatnot is the same things that got baby in will get baby out. <laughs> and we also mm-hmm. kind of make the same noises getting baby in as getting baby out, <laughs> yep. right? Yep. So, um, so you know, it, if you're looking to sort of progress labor, maybe you're having that prodromal labor, maybe it's the end of pregnancy and you're just done and you've heard sex helps. Tell us about how it does help um, and how you can make that comfortable because frankly, in labor, you're yeah, um, right. Yeah. It yeah. would be the last. Are you, like, are you kidding me? I'd probably like stab someone at yeah. the recommendation. So if you could just talk us through that and give us some tips. Yeah. Well, I think it can be a relief to know that any type of intimacy with your partner can help uh, stimulate and progress labor. Even smelling your partner triggers oxytocin. So um, I think that that just gives people like, okay, I don't have to be doing full on sex <laughs> if I don't really want to. Um, touching and caressing is great. Even deep eye gazing and breathing together in labor can be really stimulating of the, the good hormones. But kissing is a great way to do it also. And also nipple stimulation, um, which is so powerful that if you're doing it during labor in the hospital, they actually want you to be on the monitors. So it, it does have a big impact. But uh, if you're in labor at home or at the hospital and you want to get in the shower with your partner, that's a great time for some sort of, you know, alone sexy time during labor. And the nurses will not go in there because they don't want to know what's going on. (laughs) So you can have some private time. But for a mom to be able to get into her zone in labor, either just regular zone or sexy zone if she wants to, she needs to be in that environment that's going to feel really safe and dark and cozy. So we want to reduce other types of stimulation. We don't want to be asking her a lot of questions. We want her to just be feeling really good. Um, Just like sex, you know, if if we're having to sort of analyze what's going on or thinking about other things during sex, we can't really get into our zone. So labor and sex are really similar in that way. Um, So we want to just do a lot of pleasurable uh, things like touch and and kiss and cuddle. Right. And then you did touch on, too, that the orgasm can help with Mm -hmm. contractions, right? Definitely. Orgasm can, you know, not only is oxytocin being released and that stimulates contractions, but oxytocin also releases endorphins. So it actually reduces pain and and makes you feel better. Now, I keep meaning to watch this documentary and I haven't yet. And I don't know if you guys have the orgasmic birth. I have not watched it. I've heard. Yeah. You have, Zoe? Yeah. 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 I have the DVD and the book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very intrigued by it. I mean, my experiences with labor, I... I can't say I'm skeptical because I, I'm I can embrace like I can embrace yeah. that, but that just wasn't my experience. But I probably wasn't going into it expecting it either. Yeah, that's true. So I'll yeah. have to have to look into that a little yes. bit more. <laughs> All Definitely. right. Thank you so much, Zoe. <laughs> hey, mamas! Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.